0: Thank you. Joining me today, as always, and as always will be now in the future and forever, forever and ever and ever, you can't escape, is now the official co-host of the Monthly Movie Marathon, Rotten Tomatoes critic and my friend Peter Gray. Peter, how are you today? I'm very well. I feel like perhaps I'll apologize to all the
1: listeners because you're going to have to put up with my voice now. (laughs) Um yeah. <laughs> every yes. month, at least once every, a month. At least once a month. But uh but yes, it is now official. We have joined
0: forces. Forces, I guess, is the, the like, only word. Literally,
1: metaphorically, <laughs> all the things, all the ways two men can
0: smash together and talk about movies. All the ways two men can <laughs> smash together. <laughs> <laughs> it was inevitable. I mean, you son, it really you, was. Know, I like, think I have a lot of fun talking to you about movies and I, hope I think so you have a similar amount of fun. I would hope just um, yeah, a similar amount. Yes. A similar amount, not too much, not too little, very similar, but obviously as two people who love to talk and love to talk about movies, it, it made sense that we join forces, like you said, and, and take this uh, monthly movie marathon podcast to the next level and uh, Which I'm very much so looking forward to because this month, as you may have heard in the last episode, there's not just one episode coming out. This is episode two of three for December. Obviously, we had Spider-Man leading up to Spider-Man No Way Home, which obviously is a massive success, as we know, because this episode is coming out after the release of Spider-Man No Way Home. What a great Spider-Man movie that was. That was, I can't believe that they had everyone in there. I can't believe it was insane. Remember when um, Emma Stone rocked up and you were like, "What?" That was in. That was absolutely crazy. And then, and then Zendaya was also playing her character from June, which I thought was absolutely mental. Like,
1: yeah, talk. I about, can't believe it's that. Like a
0: multiverse. It's it <laughs> um, obviously we haven't seen it yet because this has been recorded before Spider-Man No Way Home came we're out. We're just fucking with you, but we're also like, wouldn't it be actually crazy if Emma Stone? <laughs> of Imagine movie. if we <laughs> predicted that, and then we could put that out as our own scoop, and then that blows us up. We're the most famous people in the world after this. Uh, but as we said, this is episode two of our December run. And the next episode to come out will be our Christmas special, where we talk to everyone who's been on the show this year about their favorite Christmas movies. But in the lead up to The Matrix Resurrections, which is coming out December 22nd in the States and Boxing Day here in Australia, got moved up from New Year's Day, which is very Thank exciting. God. Thank God. Because imagine... Imagine, imagine not, like time. 10 holidays... Right of Twitter going
1: off about the Matrix Resurrections and we're all sitting here being like, guys, you know it's okay to not spoil everything, to not release full scenes right? post them on Twitter. Like, come on.
0: Especially because this is the simultaneous with HBO Max release. So that's exactly the issue. And also going back to Spider-Man, remember, Australia is
1: getting Spider-Man before the states, we are, we are respectful people, but yes. don't push us because we will spoil. <laughs> we will
0: fuck we will you up Spider with spoilers. If well, you and I mean, not only like, do Australia get it a couple of days early before the states, we're also watching it a couple of days before Australia is watching it. Right. So, and we, we are vengeful people.
1: We are like, I mean, I will go off the whole star sign thing and be like, I'm a Scorpio you fuck with me <laughs> i will definitely fuck with you so
0: just remember that we don't want to spoil Man, <laughs> but we will if we have to it's it, if it's the right thing to do and you yeah. know, as they say feels right with great power we will comes be great responsibility so oh. that is it? our oh that's just too good but that's the other franchise that we've already spoken about on this series. Yeah, like we've spoken percent. about it, The Matrix. So only a couple of days after the US release, Australia are getting it on Boxing Day. And I guess when Resurrections was announced, what about two years ago? It was kind hmm. of simultaneously announced with John Wick Four. I remember that. Yes, it and feels like a, no time has passed since. No. And I was so much more excited
1: for John Wick 4, I won't lie.
0: Yes, I was, yes. I know I'm like, probably coming yeah. hot off John Wick 3, but I was the same.
1: Yeah, like, the John Wick series is so much better than it should be. Yeah. Oh, God. And I think because it's been so long since we had the Matrix, and the three Matrix movies kind of tied up that whole story. Yes. Like, yeah, so it finishes, fourth, it ends. Yeah. yeah. So fourth didn't seem necessary. So when it was announced, I was like, John Wick 4, yes, Res- Matrix Resurrections, cool. Yeah. But like, I'm not frothing for it the way that I was John Wick. John Wick 4. But then the but trailer then, dropped, right? Yes, the trailer dropped. <laughs> and first of all, it did that amazing
0: thing where it told you what time you were watching it. Oh my God, yeah. Oh, I, which, I 100% want to talk about the marketing for all the Matrix movies. freaks me the fuck out yeah right um and i
1: liked that it was like two different trailers yes based you on know. which
0: pill. so like which pill the whole thing was um you go to what is the matrix.com yeah and they also had this website for the original matrix movie in 1999 mm. when the internet was invented <laughs>
1: right. uh
0: and right. yeah right so, which is a pretty cool and it it gave you a teaser trailer I think that really said nothing about the movie I'm
1: pretty sure the teaser trailer was just like the the black screen and the
0: green right letters the, and the green yeah. stuff because I mean as and just like a Morpheus voiceover or something yeah. yeah as the older generation would know that's how
1: computer screens used to look it was a black screen with green writing and green yeah. letters and it was like oh my god and the internet just became a thing that we were like oh yeah this is going to stick around this is yeah. actually this is actually necessary it's very um, cool but i remember the matrix being like a very it was a big event movie right okay and i think it was because partly it was filmed here yeah so it had that whole like you know oh it's an australian Filmed movie, but it's like on an international stage. Mm. And yeah, I just remember going. I, I'm pretty sure I went opening night. Right. Had no idea what I was about to see because obviously that was kind of before spoilers were truly a, a, a thing. thing.
0: Yeah. And cryptic um, trailers and shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and it was like, you know, Keanu Reeves. I think really we had speed a few years before, but between speed and this, he didn't like, he kind of,
0: this was like his big, big blockbuster breakout. I'm yeah. Guessing, but it's based yeah. on spectacle alone. Um, And it was
1: just. Uh,
0: so I've, different.
1: It was really, it was really different. And it, yeah. I mean, you know, you had the Wachowski siblings. Yeah. Who, I mean, before that, like, I mean, look at it. Like the movie they made before this was right. Bound. Bound. Yeah, that was, that was their first. Like first a BDSM a thriller Crime. drama um, yeah. with Jennifer Tilly and Gina Gershon being like lesbians. Like yeah, yeah. Right. Let's go from that to arguably <laughs> one of the most influential
0: sci-fi films of all time. Oh, hundred percent. Like sure. for me, The Matrix is like a five-star sci-fi movie. Based yeah. on concept, action, visual style, like this, one hundred percent is the blueprint print for a lot of modern sci-fi that's not set in space.
1: Yes, I guess. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I think that's one of the like the really good things about the Matrix is that it it is a sci-fi movie, but it didn't go for the obvious. Like, we'll set this yep. in the like we'll set this in the future. Yeah, we'll set this in space where, yep. like, obviously the things that happen are not things that we
0: have, like, experience. I, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, because it's set in, like, the,
1: another world. <laughs> we're yeah. not batteries yet. Yeah. But... <laughs> but it's not like we live in a city where there's, like, it's the year 2020 and people are in flying cars. Yeah, like, yeah. That's yeah. not a thing. Exactly. Sorry, yeah. every
0: 80s and 90s movies that were we'll Sorry, be, Blade Runner. <laughs> right? Sorry, Time Cop. <laughs> like... <laughs> Anything to throw a good Time Cop reference in there. I love. Oh Man, I, <laughs> I missed Time I, Cop. I could deep dive into Time Cop. Trust me. We might have to. That'd be a fun cool. episode. Um, but I can imagine the spectacle, because obviously not to make this a recurring bit on the show, but I was four years old when The Matrix came out. There it is. <laughs> it's, like, it's coming. <laughs> And I, the first time I saw it was on home VHS when I was probably like six or something. Like I remember my dad had brought it home from the video store and I watched it and I didn't get it. Like I didn't know what was going on, but I was like, oh my God, he bent backwards and stopped bullets. Like, that's cool. I thought that was Mm. awesome. And then I remember watching them properly as a trilogy, maybe when I was like 15 or 16, working at the video Mm. store and they were great. Like I loved them, but it's kind of funny how watching them again now, my perspective of like what what I like about the movie has changed. Mm. Uh, more so like obviously in the first movie, a lot of the themes it explores and and sort of the themes of existentialism and, and whatnot, which is very heavy in the first and second film and then sort of more of a religion-based theme in the mm. third movie, I guess. Uh, but I can't, like there's no hiding the fact that this was like I said one of the most hyped up influential movies to come out. Ever like with yeah. the matrix, it's, it's still like it's in like, the ethos of pop culture now, like which is crazy, yeah. Like after the matrix, like the amount of things that parody the
1: yeah, the bullet
0: kung time fu, and shit the kung, yeah. kung fu
1: kick, where it was like you know, fr- freeze framed, yeah, the time will do like it's yeah. Um, and like, I mean, anybody that wears like a black leather jacket, you're
0: like, oh, what is this, the matrix, <laughs> but like <it's,
1: laughs> you know, um, and of, like we'll go into the sequels, but I mean, I feel like um, revolutions and Reloaded mm. don't hold as much weight as the Matrix first movie. Yes, like Agreed. yeah, you know, I I feel like and and you could you can just watch the Matrix on its own. Yeah, you honestly like, you don't the way that movie need the second and third. No, 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 the Matrix very much felt like a singular movie, and that was also before a time when. We made a movie, second and third is guaranteed. No. Yeah. The Matrix was made, and then it yep. was a few years later that they went, All right, we'll do we'll do more. Uh, we'll do a trilogy, but, yeah. But the first movie
0: didn't need anything further. No, really. No, no, I love the ending of the first movie because yeah. it's a, it's a kind of hopeful ending.
1: Yeah, to be and honest. Flying, like flying Keanu Reeves.
0: Oh He can join to... John Travolta and Living Newton John in space. <laughs> the Grease ending we all wanted. Right. <laughs> and I mean, like we were kind of touched on the marketing campaign for this and for Resur- resurrections has been cool. Cause like you said, the resurrections campaign is they rebooted the, what is the matrix.com mm. and you could click the red pill, or the blue pill. And like I said, you'd get a teaser trailer based on e- either one that you clicked. And one was Yaya Abdul-Mateen. The second was his voiceover <laughs> as Morpheus. Vel- those velvety vocals. Those oh. velvety vocals. And then the second, I believe was Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Who... Which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I'm very interested to see how he's yeah. going to go. Like, I, nothing against Neil Patrick Harris; like, he's a great actor. Like, yeah, you know, like, I mean, obviously, How I Met Your Mother, he's hilarious. Like, Gone Girl proved that he can. Yeah. you know, but got the dramatic chops. Yeah, you know, but I, it's he just, I from the trailer, I sort of go, oh, I hope he doesn't hammered up too much yeah like he because he could very easily go for like the
0: i'm gonna go for the over the top villain sort of thing and then like i'm in the matrix villain and i've got to be like especially like Hugh, like as we'll talk about hugo weaving is a very eccentric villain yes And and i'm hoping he's not trying to channel that too much
1: yeah like and there are some hugo weaving moments that are a bit like Oh god, yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah, yeah but of yeah. course, when you look at it as a context, and it's like it's because it's in a computer. <laughs> yeah. You're like, are we are we getting away with it? Because yeah. it's
0: in another. You know, it's a good little, um, it's a good little um, yeah. like thing to have. Yeah, to fall back on when
1: it's, when it's too like, much. Oh, well, he's in
0: a, he's a computer programmer. Yeah, yeah, he's not real. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> oh, shit, you got me there. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, but I am excited for you know there. Obviously, Keanu Reeves being back yeah carrying on moss being back yeah um i i i'm assuming
0: yaya is like the next morpheus, morpheus which I, i'm all for because i love yaya i'm doing the thing. so i had a thought this morning mm-hmm. i think a singular thought i i had one thought and that was it for the day i was done <laughs> i think resurrections is going to open with Lawrence fishburner's morpheus dying oh okay and i think they're just hiding that from everyone yeah, because it's not like he can't film it, and it's not like that. There's been no articles coming out where he's like, "I'm so upset they didn't let me into the Matrix 4 I think Morpheus is going to die. I think it's going to be the opening scene of, and I think it's going to be on his pursuit to find Neo again.
1: Okay, well, I mean, because I mean, Hugh, I mean, Hugo Weaving dies.
0: Yes, he yep. came back. So yeah, exactly. Right.
1: Any, if any world that wants to bring people back, it's this world because it's yep. like computer game. It's coding. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah, resurrecting, right? So why not? So um, I mean, hey, that could very well be the case. And you know what? If Lawrence Fishburne pops up on screen, oh, I already I guarantee had we'll the, also, we'll probably like clock each other's eyes and be like, you fucking did it. Do you remember?
0: Cool. Do, do you remember <laughs> our scoop? Our scoop that we have no backing for Lawrence Fishburne and
1: Everstone.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> We've taken over. We're now we're now the uh, complete. Movie Scoop go to guys. Yeah, based on nothing but Oh yeah, I had a thought today. I had a thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh and I guess they obviously they filmed the Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions back to back, right? Mm-hmm. And they both came out in 2003. Yeah. What was the hype like for knowing that there were going to be two Matrix films coming out in the same year, the and also the concluding films for the yeah, this trilogy.
1: Yeah, cuz I I, cause yeah, I saw, yeah. So I saw the matrix when I was four, I would have been like 14 or 15. Yeah. Um, opening night. saw it with my brother and my mom, I'm not going to lie. I was, I might've just not been the smartest kid, but I was a bit like, this was cool. This was exciting. Like, oh my God, yeah. action. Like you got, and I went to school the next day and I was like, oh my God, you've got to see the matrix. It's crazy. But I was also <laughs> like, I'm not entirely sure. What this was. What about. was about, yeah. You know, but it was a movie that I remember I would rent on VHS, right. would rent on DVD. Like it was a movie that I would watch a lot. Yeah. And I was excited for Revolutions and Reloaded. Yeah. Um, and I remember going and I went I went with my brother on like, I think it was like a I think we went like a Saturday afternoon, and that was a packed.
0: Yeah, scene. I can like, imagine both both
1: movies, like Rev Revolutions and um, Reloaded. I remember those screenings were just yeah mayhem. Like everyone yeah. was there, and I like, and they were respectful. or like it was like clearly people that
0: wanted loved to these see movies. Yeah, that went yeah, to see these oh, movies. Like
1: you didn't like because also this was not when. Like the mobile phones then weren't the no the yes. screen ones we have now. Like this is when people would actually shut the fuck up,
0: yeah. watch a yeah. movie,
1: not take their phone out.
0: Yeah, you're like, not taking five minutes to send one text, like yeah. you know, you know, like five, yeah. three times and four, two times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I yeah, like there
1: was so much, so much hype because I mean, yeah. I'm just
0: trying to think, like did they, they did they announce that? revolutions was also coming out in 2003 was like that a known thing i think it was from memory i think it was imagine I'm how sure cool it would have been if it wasn't yeah if they're like, like after f- the opening weekend they're just like also by the way in december we're releasing yeah. the third matrix movie like, i would have shit myself that would have been awesome it could it very well could have been that we didn't know but for some reason
1: i just have a feeling yeah that we went into um Revol- reloaded reloaded, reloaded number is, two yeah yeah reload, we went into reloaded knowing yeah we'd yeah. have revolutions right um and I, it was also a big deal that they were filming them back to back like when they, yeah was for like, sure holy shit like yeah, yeah, know, yeah like oh that's that's so cool that they're basically like gonna be one
0: it's really one giant movie it really. is it, it really is those two movies
1: are yeah yeah and um, and then the other thing that I remember being linked to it was um, because in two thousand one, um, Aaliyah, the singer, died. Yeah, and I remember that was then linked to the Matrix because she was originally going to be the role that Jada Pinkett Smith played. Ah, uh, Niobe, Yeah, right. Okay. Ah, uh, Niobe, Yeah. So she, there was like a lot of that. So it was a case of so right. those movies were right, right, right. You know, and there was like she filmed. She started filming. So there's oh, shit. her. You know. Um, and they were like, we don't know. We actually can't keep her character. We can't keep Aaliyah yeah. in the second movie because of the third movie. Yeah. So they recast her. Um. So I just remember that as well because I was a yep. fan of Aaliyah. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing Romeo Must Die. I remember being hyped about Queen of the Damned because that was, like, her final movie. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. But, yeah, it was it was a big deal. And I think maybe to non-movie people, it was, like, Okay, they're filming two movies back to back. Yeah, I was like that's no. Off. I was like, no, no, no. You don't understand. One movie, <laughs> one movie takes a lot of effort. Two movies, yeah, together on this nuts, scale too. On this scale, and this was, and think about it, this. 2000, they would have filmed in these. 2001, 2002. This was before, yeah, like, this was before the way that we are now, where we have. You can film a movie in with, like
0: two, three months now. Yeah, yeah.
1: like you know, because I think about it like obviously like Harry Potter and all of the rings sort of showed the scale of what you could do. And they were sort of the first movies of like the last, you know, 20 years that box office mattered. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So there was obviously also a lot of, a lot of pressure on the matrix movies to be like, all right, well, you've got to actually come through now because we spent so much money on these, you know, yeah, so there and was I mean, just a lot of there was a lot of that sort of geeky stuff behind it that was also exciting. Yeah, apart adds, from the
0: fact that we were getting two incredibly original, yeah, sci-fi movies. It really just it, it helps the hype too. Like you, you were so excited then at that point for like you mm. said the conclusion to this to this trilogy. And, yeah, and you didn't have. Easily accessible
1: news and like set photos. And stuff. Like you had, like if you wanted to set photos, you'd probably be like, you'd either scour the internet or yeah. you'd find like movie magazines. Remember yeah, those? I remember movie magazines. <laughs> so that's the sort of stuff that we would, and you, know, and that was just you'd you'd have that feeding you all the way yeah. up to when it's when it was released. And by the time it was released, it was okay. So if you weren't Oversaturated with it because you couldn't yeah. get the news as easily. Whereas now we would have like trailers and clips and Twitter oh and yeah, Instagram it's and mental now you have yeah.
0: everything. We're showing you everything now. You basically oh, have then, seen the movie before you've yeah, seen the movie now. Yeah.
1: Back then you had a trailer, yeah, and whatever photos they and a couple of
0: posters, yeah, yeah.
1: A couple of, and whatever photos they like professionally released, yeah, yeah, not just like snap set photos and stuff like that. So, yeah, oh, different
0: time. Different, different time. time. Sounds like a good time. It was let's a go good back time. Let's go back to those let's days. Go let's go back to that time, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. Well, let's dive in. Let's dive into the Matrix movies. So, obviously, the first Matrix movie, as we touched on, came out in 1999, uh, just before the turn of the century, before, before Y2K the, hit us all. Yeah, right before the, the internet destroyed the world as they were I'm, worried. imagine being a y2k believer and then watching the matrix Matrix. and thinking like is this a documentary is this how we end
1: yeah
0: Uh, (laughs) 1999 on rotten tomatoes the matrix currently holds a critics rating of 88 percent and an audience Mm. rating of 85 percent which should be no surprise is the highest rated movie in the matrix saga that does not surprise me does not surprise me because as i kind of said to me it is this is a five-star movie for me. Yeah. Like I love the matrix and I saw it a couple of years ago uh, in VMAX for its 20th anniversary. Oh yeah. And it was so fucking good in VMAX. Yeah. And it's, it's the opening scene. It's Trinity in the opening scene that sets such a good tone for the movie. Mm. I fucking love that action scene at the beginning. And also Carrie Ann Moss is just incredible as oh. Trinity, both physicality and character wise. Like she is insane.
1: And I love that you know, like, yes, Keanu Reeves mm. was well-known and, like, Lawrence Fishburne was well-known, but also, like, Lawrence Fishburne wasn't really, like, someone you would, you know, he didn't have, like, I mean, he had his name above the yeah. poster, but he's not, like, someone you would
0: immediately... He's not, like, box office pool. You know, yeah, 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 he's not,
1: but, yeah, and and the same with, like, Carrie. M- like, I liked that they went for actors that weren't necessarily the obvious choices. Yeah. You know, like even Hugo Weaving, like really up to like Hugo Weaving was like kind of internationally known because of Priscilla. Right. But he wasn't like someone who international audiences would obviously go for. No, exactly. Um, it obviously helped that the movie was filmed here because there are a lot of little Australian people. So many Australian actor. Like, hey, is that Ada Nicodemus from Home and Away? Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. And literally, only like,
0: Australians would care about
1: that. Yeah. Even though she was like half, I think she was like heartbreak right high. Then, but anyway, that is true. Um, heartbreak oh, high. Uh, but yeah, like it was. They. It was one of those movies that they went. We're going to go for story and who is right for this role not yep. just someone who's going to pull in audiences which is also a giant risk because this was not a cheap movie
0: oh fuck no. no 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 like, chance you much- know like
1: yeah like mm-hmm. they like
0: 63 they million dollar budget
1: yeah like they could have very easily gone for i'm just trying to think like in 99 who would have been Consider box office clout.
0: imagine Brad Pitt as Keanu character.
1: Like Like, there you go. That would have
0: that would have immediately been like, right? Jennifer Aniston as Carrie Ann Moss. Maybe Mm -hmm. Courtney Cox. Even yeah. You know who was apparently up for that
1: role? I don't believe it, but she said she was Madonna. Mm. I don't believe it.
0: Yeah, Madonna said that she turned it down. So one thing, did she happen to turn it down after the movie had already come out? Right (laughs) by chance.
1: Stupid, (laughs) like if it's true, stupid thing to do because you're not going to get offered too many great roles like Trinity. No, fuck. But also, I couldn't see Madonna
0: pulling that off. No, at all, because we'd get that weird hybrid accent that I find infuriating. Welcome to the Matrix. (laughs) Something like that. I don't know. And just start singing and dancing. Yeah. Uh. Um, but like I said, that opening, to- that opening scene really sets the tone for the movie But what I love about The Matrix and what the Wachowskis did with the screenplay Is you're kind of already just thrown into the world It's not like we see the genesis of The Matrix Obviously because the mystery around The Matrix is like, what is it? But mm. when we're introduced to Agent Smith There is so much, there's just this commanding presence That doesn't necessarily seem human Who comes off as very robotic mm. And straight away you kind of go there's something up with this guy and it makes me uneasy and I don't know what it is. And that's, this is within the first five minutes of the movie. So the way it establishes the world is outstanding. You're intrigued immediately with the matrix. And I love the way the Wachowskis edit their action scenes Yeah, because it's not like they've just set up three cameras, all handheld and trying to like, they'll just cut together what's best. Mm. Everything is so purposefully shot and everything is so purposely edited from different angles. It is just... It's exactly why it's the blueprint for a lot of action. And it's why it's, I guess, a homage to a lot of martial arts cinema. Because so, yeah. it's very well shot. It, yeah. Every scene is so good. I think
1: that's one of those things that you probably appreciate more now watching yes, it Because yeah. you imagine if something like this was made now, mm-hmm. you'd have... You'd probably have about 30 to 40 minutes of building. Yes. Like you'd have yep. so much exposition. Exposition, yeah. And you'd also probably, you might have really quick, like kinetic editing. Yeah. Where, or like handheld shaky cam stuff where you're like, I can't even tell what is going on. Yeah, yeah. Like the is very much like, they, yeah, they, there's a a very very, specific, it's It's like, yeah, yeah. They, they map this out. Yeah. And it is, I think it is one of those things that it's, there's so much, they're so impressive on reflection.
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah. 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 You know, like
1: I think obviously they were appreciated when they, when they came out, but given what, Action films have done since And what action films had did before Like they really are something That they stick out on their own Yeah And they they deserve like so much I think they just Yeah The Wachowskis deserve
0: like so much Praise for what they did Oh absolutely God yeah And it's the visual style of The Matrix That's just so intriguing Like there's that green tinge Again something Mm. you probably wouldn't have recognised while you're watching the movie until someone tells you afterwards, like, oh, every scene where they're in the Matrix, there's this green tinge. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a computer program. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's I think, what I appreciate the most, is that you're thrown into the mystery without loads of backstory because you're going to find things out along the way. You're going to find things out as Neo finds things out, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point. But, I mean, and talking of Neo, so obviously we can touch on a Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie-Anne Moss, insane cast Hugo Weaving absolutely ridiculous cast like it's it's so good but like I said not huge until after this movie like that's the crazy part that's the weird yeah, part. like yeah like I feel
1: like carrie Ann Moss really then became more of a more of a name yeah fair um, enough. yeah it kind of I guess in some ways it kind of rejuvenated Keanu Reeves's career like yeah you know, obviously, he was big in the '80s and the early '90s. But as I said, I feel like after Speed, even though that movie was a monstrous hit, like he was, he was, ironically, because he turned down Speed Two, he almost kind of got like blacklisted from a lot. Yeah, of stuff right. Because they okay. sort of thought, why would you turn down Speed Two? Speed was one of the biggest action films of all Huge, time, right? Yeah, yeah like yeah. this is a guaranteed thing. And he read the script and was like, nah it's a fucking boat
0: right? right
1: it's not speed and i think that really hurt him which is ridiculous when you look at speed two and just go the smartest smartest decision ever oh, 100% um, yeah 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 so i think in some ways it was like a big risk to take on keanu reeves and yep. put him as the lead in a science fiction action film,
0: yeah, right. An original um, concept sci-fi yeah. film as well. Like it's like nothing like this has happened before. It's not a franchise anyway, yet. It's yeah. Oh, the white dude with like the super
1: Californian accent is going to do Kung Fu.
0: <laughs> so
1: yeah, okay, sure. I um, love, I love that. <laughs> paid off, you know. And well, he gets to do
0: his whole like, whoa, like it's just oh, it just how it just memeable gets, are all those lines? Like, oh, whoa. I know Kung Fu. Like, you know, yeah. oh, it's, it is, it is a little bit cringy to Yes. when he's like, I know Kung Fu. I'm like, yeah, yes. okay. Yeah. Um, But the scene yeah. then that follows makes up is, for it. Tenfold. Yeah. It's like, oh, he actually does know Kung Fu. That's cool. Yeah. I And I love that action scene where him and like Morpheus is teaching him all. Oh. Yeah. There's just every moment of action in this movie is so fun. Like it is so well shot. It is so well choreographed. Obviously, it's not like that very brutal combat that John Mm. Wick is known for because it's Mm. very stylized, choreographed martial arts, which is still sick, which is still awesome, and a very significant lack of CGI compared to 2 and 3. Like, a lot of it's wire work, a lot of it's stuff work in small sets and stuff before the movie kind of of blows up in scale.
1: And I think, like, obviously, yeah, you kind of needed... You kind of needed an, an excess of special yeah. effects for where the story goes. Yes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It does it does make the first movie stand out that much more when you just go, yeah, obviously there was some there's there is CGI. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But there is a emphasis on practicality. Yeah. And considering what the movie does the fact yeah. that they went for practical and physical as much as they could yeah is again a testament to the wachowskis and their insane insane vision of like oh. yeah we're gonna put we'll actually pull this off we're and going to like, do this
0: yeah gee like yeah it's In, it, it's absolutely great it's, it's just 100 yeah. percent a testament to them but then even like like I said there's still cgi throughout and obviously you've got like when Neo stops the bullets, that's all CGI. Hmm. A lot of the explosions are CGI. Yeah, But then you look at something like the bullet time and how they filmed it just by setting up all those DSLR cameras that took like 40 photos in a circle of like one yeah. shot is like insane. I that like working, I think the director of photography was Bill Pope, like working together with him to create something, firstly, inventing a way to film something. Mm. Like bullet time came from the Matrix uh, as far as I know. It's just so revolutionary, but it's one of the most iconic moments in the film. And not only do they use bullet time, like they use it like four times throughout the movie; it's not even just used once. So mm. it really highlights that ability to execute on vision, even when your vision is as insane, as as yeah. what the Wachowskis came up with. I with think this, movie. Like,
1: this was one of those films that felt tailor made for because, like, yeah, I remember the? Ma- I feel like the Matrix was one of those. It was one of the first movies to get like the the DVD treatment. yep, uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. And and I remember like it was like you know over two and a half hours of
0: bonus extra content because it was yeah, like yeah, yeah.
1: because this really was a movie made for the DVD plat format yeah, because you yeah. got to have the extras and you saw like I, you'd watch The Matrix and go, I need to know how yes, they yep. did that. And this was God, one yeah. of those movies where you just, you, like the, the making of is just as entertaining and interesting because you see, as you said, like you see how they did this. Yeah. And it just, it just makes you go like, holy shit, like I, I really need to appreciate what's on screen so much God, more. Yeah. Because as much as it is like, oh, it's an action sequence, so cool. Oh my god, that's so great. You go, Yeah, the 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 mechanics of how this work are mind blowing. And again, fucking cool. Something that this was this is why this movie is just so influential.
0: And timeless as well. Yeah.
1: Because it just was doing things that we probably take for granted now.
0: We're still talking about it like this 20 years later. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same way you think about, like, the shark and Jaws. Like, Jaws, the yeah. practical effects go such a long way Yeah, that it, it does withstand the test of time. And it's still, yeah. even watching it the other night, like, excited the hell out of me. I've seen The Matrix probably, like, 20 times, and yeah. I still get excited to watch it. Like, that's and how obviously, good it is. Yeah. And
1: obviously, like, some of the, you know, visual effects, like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're very 90s. Yes, 90s, yes. You know, but... Yeah, for the time, like I remember sitting in that cinema and just being like, "This was like, <laughs> like this was the best thing at like, they, yeah." You just you can't take
0: no like the Matrix for granted at all. Shit, no, God, no, you know? yeah, and that's just on the technical aspect, let alone the story aspect as well, oh. because the Matrix story is still very cool it's a sci-fi concept that felt very original for its time like sci-fi writers like i feel like especially maybe like philip k dick and stuff or had already sort of played around with the concept of are we really human or are we Mm. really is this a real life sort of scenario but to take it to the level of using technology like for the 90s a computer program that is literally the world is pretty rad and then the idea of Robots are using us as back like humans as batteries to power their own shit. Like on it's, the real Earth, when you when you unpack, <laughs> yeah, what this story
1: is, yeah, it's batshit crazy.
0: Oh, it's mental. Yeah, and yeah. in
1: and in the wrong hands, this could have been, yeah, fucking terrible.
0: Oh shit! Like, yeah, God, yeah, because it's so it's so ambitious. Imagine the Wachowski script directed by Michael Bay. Oh, yeah. And what a like, fuckfest that would have been. Like, <laughs> ca- like Carrie Ann, like fucking
1: Trinity would have been like a 50 year old girl half naked under a <laughs> waterfall at some point. Like, it's just, it, and it, like, it, it could have been an excess in violence and explosions like michael bay or it could have been just the wankiest most yeah 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 like i don't want to offend a lot of people like like if fucking like terrence malick did something like we'd have like oh i've just stared at like a screen for three hours where like one thing happened
0: and terrence malick would have made it literally the green text coming down the screen because you're supposed to be able to see the matrix through that and then he's like, as the audience, you will witness the matrix as yeah. the real
1: world. And, we're and like, it would three have been like that was this movie. Who was Kenner Reeves? He played the battery. So <laughs> therefore you didn't see him. Like that sort of shit. So yeah, it could have it could have gone then. It's many a very ways. fresh,
0: a very original sort yeah. of viewpoint like they, from the Wachowski's. Yeah. They they knew how to
1: satisfy mm. the general audiences who would want sort of that visual stimulation. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. then they, but then they knew we're also going to cater to intelligent people. Yeah. And have a story that, you know, it works on at both levels because if you purely go to this movie for action, you're entertained. Yes. Yeah. And then if you were like, oh, I want to watch a movie that's going to like stimulate me and challenge me,
0: you're entertained.
1: Watch the Matrix. Watch the Matrix. What, the watch Matrix. the Matrix. Watch the Matrix. <laughs> um, watch the Matrix, bro. Um, <laughs> So yeah, like, <laughs> uh, it's, I, it's, it's. This is really just turning into just to me saying like the Wachowskis are just
0: great. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah.
1: They deserve to be held in the, in, in, the the upper echelons of yeah
0: of influential filmmakers. Because and I think they are. You know, I really like. I know they're yeah. like kind of a misfires post the Matrix trilogy. But yeah. I think as well, there's, a, there's an aspect of it that, you know, they're obviously creating something as amazing as this. There is that respect there. And that's why I think people are excited for Resurrections. Like, not only yeah. is it a good trailer, but obviously Lana Wachowski's returning as a screenwriter and as a director. Yeah. So kind of like, okay, this could be in good hands. Like, we could be in yeah. for another, like, the first Matrix experience. And yeah, hopefully th- that's the case.
1: Yeah. I think if it was, like, I feel like if it was... I feel like if it was still written by Lana Wachowski, but a different director, we'd probably still be
0: Yes, excited. Especially now like, seeing like what we can do with the film, you know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah, yeah.
1: I feel like Wachowski not being involved as a writer or director.
0: Different could be, story. They'd still be excited, but you'd be like, I'm a bit cautious. Is it like a, Yeah, op, like cautiously optimistic, I guess, yeah. A, but I think
1: because Lana is involved. Yeah. Obviously you've still got to be cautiously optimistic. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's you know that it's going to be made with love and respect. And it's very much going to be it's made by someone who created this world and knows this world. So therefore unless there's you know, unless there's horrible studio interference. Um, I feel like we could be in for a good time yeah we're in we're in good hands with someone who who knows what they're doing
0: especially with sci-fi genre really oh god yeah you know yeah and not to harp on the action again but I genuinely think the foyer shootout is in like my top five Mm. favorite action scenes of all time yeah it's so violent like and not even like brutally but like there is just so many bullets flying in that then you got the wire work of like neo and trinity flipping around everywhere shooting guns literally destroying a little foyer leading to an elevator half of it in slow motion like it's sick it's fucking sick Mm. i love that foyer shootout but then simultaneously at the same time you've got morpheus who's been kidnapped by agent smith yeah and hugo weaving's giving this really interesting dialogue about how humans are just animals in a zoo and we're we're like we're like a fuck up in evolution and stuff like that and he has this like really menacing presence about like that classic like hugo weaving style of talking you know what i mean like it's it's scary it's it's uh, and i love the fact that we're watching this this place get absolutely demolished while hugo weaving is giving this like soliloquy-esque sort of speech to a semi-conscious morpheus so I, i i love the last last act of this movie I think mean, it is just so entertaining. It's so fun. Uh, I just, I love The Matrix, man. This movie is fucking great. It is so yeah. good. And the, I feel I- like the action's a good payoff for like the buildup as yes. well. There's a lot yeah. of exposition in this movie because they're trying to establish a really big world. Mm. And the action payoff is so worth it. Yeah. And I think,
1: like, I think because everything was done so. So well and so meticulously with the matrix, yeah. the first film, it it did add a certain pressure to the next films. Hundred um, percent, and I, and I yes. think it's also why I don't hold the other two films in quite high regard. Yeah, um, because I just yeah I, I I remember seeing those films, and I remember being a bit like disappointed because yeah, i, I felt like too much like too much was happening but yet
0: not enough was happening
1: for like, me i don't know if that makes any yeah.
0: sense but i know what you mean yeah. i know what you mean and we'll we'll get into it now with the second so yeah. obviously we love the matrix it's we do. great it's full of action it's actually it's a great sci-fi story for me, it's a five-star movie, I, and I think it's highly regarded as one of the best sci-fi action movies of all time. I don't, I don't think that's no question about it yeah. from a lot of people. And then four years later, so in 2003, The Matrix Reloaded comes out, currently holding on Rotten Tomatoes a critic score of 73% and an audience score of 72 So the, obviously the reaction and reviews and, and, and what people thought quality-wise the movie dropped a little bit, about 10% or almost 15%. For each one, yeah. hasn't dropped enough to
1: be like, obviously, yeah, ten percent, but it, it there's not enough of a drop for to show like, okay, we love the matrix but we hate the second one like it's still no there's very, still some
0: sort like, of it's still yeah. a very
1: honorable score like, well yeah seventy. is pretty that, damn good
0: know? hey yeah like um, even now you would still consider a 70% oh, movie on Rotten Tomatoes as a pretty like well-liked movie yeah I think basically one like I mean obviously in the realms of
1: Rotten Tomatoes if you're 60% or above you're fresh yes um which I always found weird because I was like why isn't it like 50 like why yeah, is no, it I don't car? get it. But anyway, I get it. Um, so yeah, like it's still a fresh. It's a considered a fresh movie. Yes, it's like for a sequel that's four years later for a film that didn't necessarily need a sequel. That's a great comeback for 100%. you know for that. Um, and I and I do remember the second one. I was on like reflection of one, two, and three. I remember the second one being the one that i enjoyed the most out of those two main, yeah out of yes because i mean it's like you think of reloaded and revolutions as like pretty, pretty much yeah yeah. Um, um, but i remember enjoying that one more because i yeah. i just think it yeah it had i just remember the last movie got yeah. to the point where i was like oh there's so much going on now <laughs> um that's, and obviously, I, it was it was building characters, and it yeah, using yeah. characters. So it ha, I think, it had sort of more momentum in terms of its characters and stuff instead of just being, oh, we it's going to do action and for the sake of it, sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I feel like that's what where I sit on the second movie is. That I enjoy so much about this movie, but on a quality level, I feel like it has it has dropped compared to the yeah. first one. Because, yeah. like, the, like I said, the story gets really convoluted. With a lot of characters and sort of what the what the meaning of the Matrix and what the yeah. robots have come to do. And then how the robots, like the machines, interact now with Earth. And then what Neo is able to do as the one sort of becomes and, like unexplained and like, superpowers almost. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... the the Oracle's like, you're not the one, but oh, you are the
1: one because I'm breaking your chain, but why would
0: you, like, it was, yeah. There are so many scenes with the Oracle in two and three where it's like and there's one in number three where it's the uh, Agent Smith goes to visit her and it's all about, it's like, there's cookies on the table Uh and you would only put the cookies on the table if you knew I was coming and you would bake them and you would put them right here and I was like, what does this have to do with fucking anything that we're watching right now? It's like, and then he does like the, the Oracle. We get it, and he does like that really like super maniacal
1: laugh. Yeah, he does, and <laughs> it's like, and like watching it all, like all I think of is like Chris Cooper and the Muppets going <laughs> maniacal laugh, maniacal laugh, maniacal laugh. <laughs> um, and then obviously, you know, they changed the actress of the Oracle in the third movie, which is yeah, like, they we can get a week, we can get away with it because the Oracle can look like anybody but like anyone yeah
0: like all right fair enough but you still made it an old black woman like yeah you didn't you changed the actor not the character yeah
1: and you know hugo weaving coming back and
0: it's like we can get away
1: we can get away with it because it's a computer program like it's just it it felt like it kind of felt like a sequel or a sequel in a a trilogy for the for yeah. the sake of it because
0: yeah.
1: we, because they could yes. not that that's it exactly needed it
0: yeah and i feel like that was a big warner brothers thing because i read earlier yeah. on the trivia the imdb trivia that the wachowski's agreed to make 2 and 3 if they had if they had to do no press they were like we're not going to we're not going to do any press for this movie so it definitely yeah. feels like one where they were like let's establish a relationship with warner brothers yeah let's do what we know uh, we ob- and like obviously they had ideas, like they they had places they wanted the story to go, mm. but to me it almost feels a little bit like they were just a little bit in over their heads. And I with also, the story.
1: yeah, I also feel like perhaps because these movies were two thousand three, yeah, um, I like I don't know when they started the um, prep for Cloud Atlas because Cloud Atlas was like two thousand and.
0: 12 or yeah. something is 12 or
1: 13 maybe. Um, yeah. But it feels like it's possibly one of those things where maybe we'll do the matrix. If we get the money cloud. to do that, yeah. like even though obviously that's like eight years, like eight or nine yeah. years yeah. 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 past, but it feels like it could have been one of those things. So we have ideas of doing, of of adapting cloud Atlas. Yeah. That's almost um, adaptable. Or we yeah. want to, or we want to do like a very niche movie in the future if we do this will that yeah. help that so it could have been it definitely this, feels um, like it could be yeah that. like this yeah they, they they definitely didn't have their heart
0: completely in this one I know what you mean yeah, yeah it definitely feels and it more than the matrix this one feels like a movie you know what I mean yes. like there's a lot of movie logic happening yeah and this and there's still great moments like I love again I love all the action scenes in this movie Trinity, the opening again with Trinity is great, crashing the motorcycle into that little security shack. Mm. Where you get like the fucking superhero landing. Yeah. But then, yeah. And then she dies. She gets shot. So you're like, holy fuck, we know Trinity's going to die in quotations at yeah. the end of this movie. But the action scenes are, are great. Like, I love obviously the highway chase, which is like 20 minutes long, oh. is like yeah. one of the most iconic movie moments ever. And it's an action scene where the bad guys change like halfway through. So they're getting chased by those like the albino dreadlock twins, <laughs> which is cool because they have some cool abilities, which they're like obviously can like ghost their way through shit, but then they die. Yeah. Only then for the scene to continue. Cause then you'd be like, okay, this is the end of the action scene. That was mm. exhausting and intense and, and really fun. And then the new agents who aren't Smith, the new agent program, are like, Yep, oh, no, we're here for the ride now. And you get yeah. uh, you know, Trinity and and Morpheus trying to protect the keymaster master in, in a really sick scene again, mm. great use of practical effects. I read on the trivia that GM donated 300 cars to that scene and all of them got destroyed, which is pretty wow. rad when you think That's about it. And they, cool. and they built that stretch of highway, like in the desert somewhere. to yeah. film that like, so obviously again, they would care enough about the movie looking good with its practical effects and then yeah. integrating the CGI with like the bullet time and some of the car crashes and explosions. It's fucking awesome. However, the CGI in certain scenes is so noticeable and even more noticeable in the scene where Neo fights all the agents, Agent Smiths, after talking to the Oracle, which I want to enjoy. And as a kid, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's a fucking cool scene. Watching it again recently, I was like, fuck, this would just be a lot cooler if it wasn't as over the top.
1: You know, yeah. like
0: there's, there's just sometimes the excess was just too much.
1: Yeah. It's almost like they, they thought, oh, well, you know,
0: bigger is better. Yeah. More is more. But it's like, yeah. mm, not always. It's just not always. And especially when you're going for something of this scale, when, when the movie's already big enough as it is, there are probably certain yeah. things you could scale back.
1: Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I, yeah I, I think that's that's probably the perfect way. Like it's it's the movie itself, the ideas, everything is so big. Yeah, that having a, you know, having an action scene that really is quite stripped back Yeah, would be of benefit because it would probably stand out that right. much more. Like you sort yeah. of think, oh my God, it's Keanu Reeves fighting 20,000 Hugo Weavings. Like that's <laughs> cool. I'm like, yeah, but if it was just, did I say it, Keanu Reeves? Did I say? Yeah, Keanu Reeves fighting Hugo like Weavings. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I just said Will Smith, but it was Agent Smith. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like if it was just Keanu Reeves fighting yeah. one Agent Smith, or maybe just a couple, yeah, it would feel like it would it would probably be cool stand if, like, out if it was more. him fighting
0: a couple, and then the reveal was more more agents come.
1: Yeah, which like is exactly he, you know, what
0: happens, but it's yeah. just on a scale like you said of like a thousand agents then. Yeah, like, like almost
1: almost if they did it
0: like um,
1: the the old boy.
0: Yes, the hammer scene where, he's, yeah, 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 where yeah. he's
1: fighting, and they, you know, it's like the henchmen coming. And even though there's a lot of henchmen, it's like it's not too much. And yes, agree, it's like yeah, enough yeah, yeah. for one very crazy guy to <laughs> To win. Yeah. Um, and obviously, because Keanu Reeves, because Neo can do so much weird shit, like
0: yeah, right, it, he's like he's he's put- broken the program now, like he's yeah. unstoppable. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been a,
1: a a real like a real subtle standout, yeah, as opposed to just being another scene of excess. Yes. Of excess. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But yeah, like it just feels like the the that reloaded and revolutions really just went for a bigger is better. Yeah, let's just do more, 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 more even yep. though you kind of watch it and you go, oh, I'd really like this movie just to slow the fuck yeah, down. Yeah, I'd like this to there. be a
0: little bit less right now. Yeah, please, because my, my my senses are overloaded yeah. enough. And because um, you know I, there's a third movie coming, you're kind of like, what are you saving then for yeah, this last movie? Yeah. yeah,
1: Which is almost why I think the third movie is kind of a letdown Yeah, because yeah. they've done so much. that so the third movie, I just remember just watching it being like, This just feels very like there's a lot of just meandering and it's just like it's just ticking over the minutes because it needs to. Yes, yeah. Whereas I feel like they could have almost broken the action from the second film in half and put it in the third. In the third, yeah. And then if you had the third movie having the Agent Smith scene, it might feel more prolific because you haven't been just overloaded with so much other with shit. so much stuff yeah
0: yeah and because there's still there's even more storylines happening as well in Reloaded because oh. we have so much more happening in zion now on earth um which opens up on the party scene where everyone's basically techno fucking mm. each other throughout the night ah the uh, early 2000s which was very very wachowski-esque with bound i guess that's a sort of their little homage to how many people can we put in leather and basically get them to sweaty fuck each other under the earth? So yeah, but, that's but keep it,
1: but, but keep,
0: Oh, these movies. These, these are, are, are in the United these States. These are in the
1: States. they yeah. still M here. They're M here,
0: yeah. But that makes but, sense why they could do that. Yeah, here. they can get away with it. Um, yeah. And there's, because there's obviously so much happening then with, with Morpheus teaming up with other factions of Zion to all get their ships to fight the machines and stuff. So you've got this whole revolution story going on in outside the matrix plus you've got neo trying to understand what his role in all of this is to take down the matrix while also trying to be stopped by agent smith who wants to become the matrix for more power because agent smith is now like kind of outlawed i guess for lack of a better word like he's his own being now he's his own program he's a virus within the Matrix. But do you see
1: how much right. story
0: you just mentioned? And that's
1: the third movie. Is that the second movie? The second the, movie. This is the second, the second movie, movie. Yeah. But I was like, that's yeah. Story there is so much that's happening. Different from the first movie. Right. Like, there's that's is so there's like they the ideas that they went for are like crazy and like insane, incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: you just went, you you could you don't have to do uh, all of uh, this. Yeah.
0: You know? yeah. Like well, it's like, it's so, just so much. It's so reminiscent though, to the first film, like the whole Neo storyline is the exact same thing. He's basically like told you're the one. And then he's like, what if I'm not? And I'm like, dude, you can fly. Like how the fuck yeah. do you not know you're the one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But and like, but we already went through this in the first movie. That's I don't that's, need to do yeah. it again in the second Yeah, exactly.
1: You don't, don't start fucking doubting yourself after you've done,
0: all of that. All cheap. of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and yeah. yeah. And it takes up so much of the movie. Yeah. So much of the movie. So and because this is like so the first Matrix like two hours fifteen ish. And I think this one's mm. about two hours twenty, maybe. Mm. Uh, and it just tries to cram so fucking much in. But it like even though, even though it's crammed, there's still some really cool moments. It's just like moments don't necessarily make a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like good, good moments do not have- Many
1: moments do not a good movie make.
0: No, exactly. Something yeah, like so that. Something like, that's what the Oracle would say. That sounds like exactly something the Oracle would say. Yeah. But um, just to highlight some more cool scenes, I love the fight scene where they get all the swords off the wall. They're in that little uh, stairwell bit there and they're all flipping on the stairs, which is great, yeah. obviously. Um, that was a lot more wire work, less CGI and stuff, which is great. Yeah. Um, there's also a little cameo in here from Lee wan L. don't know if you noticed. It's a very small cameo. He's in it for about a, two scenes and he okay. plays one of the engineers who goes down and he walks over the rickety bridge and they show that shot of the bridge that's about to fall and he makes it over and then he's like, he's like, they're incoming. The machines are incoming. And then he falls, the bridge falls and impales him. Did you okay. remember that? Yes, that was Lee Whannell. I just wanted to throw that out there a little, uh, another little so thing like for us all. It's all like, it's, you know, it's always, Amusing when
1: you're like, oh, these people that are now so famous and prolific now, like, yeah, yeah, of course they had little bit roles here and there. there." But I mean, you think about it, I was like, that was like a year before Saw came out. So true, true, yeah, yeah. which is kind of cool
0: that seeing him in there. Um, and then after an already convoluted story with lots of action, we get to the scene with the architect. and if you like watching a book on screen, then you'll fucking love the architect scene. Cause I've yeah. never, never heard dialogue where I'm a hundred percent positive. The Wachowskis were there and like right click synonym, right click synonym, right click synonym. Yeah. Vis-a-vis ergo. Uh, just, there's so many fucking words I didn't know in here. Yeah. But- I admittedly really do like this scene. I think it's a very (laughs) cool visualization. I like all the TVs around Neo showing all the different outcomes of like his reactions to what the architect is saying. Like
1: it's a, yeah, it's, it's visually, it's a very, it's a very interesting scene. Um, And yeah, if you can, if you can stomach the.
0: The the (laughs) (laughs) wankeriness. But we also find out in this scene that there was five more Neos before him, which I thought was really cool. It's something I kind of missed when I first watched it as a kid. I was like, oh, so. He has every right to doubt if he's the one, if there's been five others. Right. And the architect almost kind of makes fun of him because of it. He's like, I know how this ends. Like, I've done this five times before. You are new Mm. to this Mm. uh, in that sense. And then I do like how it was kind of like interstellary for me, but I do like how he's like, I've created the perfect program, the perfect mathematical equation until you came along and there's no mathematical equation for choice. Like you have seemed to be able to break the program and your superpower is choice. Like, that's what I kind of, I kind of did. It is very interstellar. It's like, love is the answer, Murph, like sort of shit. But like
1: <laughs> part of me is like,
0: okay, so you, you found your purpose now, Neo, like, are you going to doubt that you're the one again? Yeah. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah, you know, of course he is. Because he gets given the option to either... Because he obviously knows Trinity is going to die to either save Trinity mm. or save the world. And he chooses to save Trinity. Which I think... In a very, like, lovely shot... Oh, him saving her. It's an awesome shot. Him yeah. flying through so flying fast tr- that literally yeah. the world behind him is like crumbling. Yeah. and Catches yeah. her. It, it's awesome. It's great. It's a, good little, I, it's a good little Superman moment. It is a good little Superman moment, which Warner Brothers were allowed to do because he's a Warner Brothers property. So that's okay. <laughs> um, but in the sense of like, it's, uh, I like the architect's reaction too, though. Be like, oh, you're the first one, though, to save Trinity because love was your choice rather than like yeah. save the world. So I thought that was pretty cool. It kind of goes against all the hero's journey sort of, yeah. All the stuff I guess we've built up to, yeah. And like the other, clearly the other five chose the chose world, the world, and you know. nothing happened. Yeah, like and the I guess it would won. be.
1: It gives. It's one of the you know, like there are certain movies where things things happen that yeah. create uh, good conversations, and then you look at this and go, "Well, would you choose to save the world, Nick, or would you choose love?"
0: World, every time (laughs) I'd be like, but if "Uh, I choose my my love,
1: I'm choosing the world anyway because my love is my world. That's disgusting,
0: it is disgusting. Never say that again. (laughs) Um, but then we get uh, so then, yeah, Neo saves Trinity by ghost putting his hand in her body and put it pulling the bullet out, which was kind of yeah, but kind of cool. And then the movie ends with the cliffhanger of... So Neo is able to access the Matrix. Well, they think he's able to access the Matrix without being connected in. Like, that's how powerful he is. Because he goes missing. He's in a coma, but he's not in the Matrix that they can see. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And then we find out that Agent Smith has somehow downloaded his consciousness into Bane. So it's that's yes. the other guy who is in a coma as well. Yeah, because so, they make a line. like, oh, Agent Smith is is missing. Well, like the program's missing, and then it cuts to the shot of Bane in a coma, and then it says to be concluded.
1: To be concluded.
0: Yes, which is very cool. In its is, own that's right. a pretty. That's a pretty like yeah. That's a pretty baller move. Oh yeah, you just be like, that's yeah, the way. To, yeah, I know we were talking about how like you sort of put more shit from Reloaded into Revolutions to make Revolutions a bit more of a, like, necessary movie. Yeah. that's still how I would end Reloaded. Like, that is a very cool way to end the movie. Like,
1: yeah, you definitely need the... Like, the the Bane stuff definitely needs to be, like, the main focus of... Oh, shit, yeah. ...of the third movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And to put... To be concluded is, like... Like...
0: Fucking... Sick!
1: Like, it's yeah. so it's so good because you realize, oh shit! Like we we definitely need to watch the third movie now. Yeah, but there were very few, very few movies that would that have sort the, of yeah 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 have the stones to just go. You're actually putting it to be concluded. Yeah, sequence
0: in front of you. Not like, even not even June did that. Yeah. June like, in fairness came up as part one, part but why? Like, so we knew that we and knew obviously we, we a, knew yeah, and obviously yeah.
1: we knew we were getting a third matrix. Movie. Yes. Yeah. But, but still, you still thought, Oh, it's still going to like end like right? I obviously it might end in a way that means, all right. Yeah. There's still story to, to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was like, we're going to give you a glimpse of something and then go fuck yeah. <laughs> to be concluded, come back in a few months and see the rest. Of it. <laughs> come
0: see the rest. Like of it was it.
1: literally like, you know, children, there was a time when Netflix <laughs> wasn't a thing. Yep. And you had a TV show. And for <laughs> 24 weeks of a year, you had episodes each week. Yep. And then certain season finales would have to be continued. Oh, man. And then you would have to wait eight fucking months for the next season to start. So be be very, very, very happy that you can binge watch shows. Uh, we did not have that going up.
0: My biggest thing with that <laughs> is I watched the final season of Breaking Bad as it came out. Right. And not to spoil Breaking Bad for everyone, but the mid-season cutoff where they were having like a four to six-month break Yeah, the yeah. way that ends. I was like, "Oh my god, I have to!" I was because obviously, like, I guess I'm kind of part of the Netflix generation, but yeah. you know, it, it, it's awesome the fact that they, like, so they have the fucking goal to do that yeah. to be like, you're not getting an ending to this movie because no. the ending is a whole other two hours away. Yeah, because month. the yeah,
1: because the ending is the third movie. Yes, yeah, like, it's the third act. That is what it know, is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. therefore. You, this is like, this is a TV show. Come back in a few months.
0: Yeah. And do All it. And All the way. All way of doing it. And one of the like, highlights of the movie. Like one of the what, like, for me. Wow. Like, yeah. Wow. Fucking um, wow. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Imagine uh, Owen Wilson in The Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> he could, I mean, that same sort Dang. of personality as Keanu. So instead of, whoa, you get, wow. wow. I got kung fu. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, that needs. Can somebody do like a deep fake and put? It on <laughs> doing great. What does this mean? Wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, before I get too sidetracked into shitty impersonations, so then obviously we lead into the Matrix Revolutions, which came out in the same year, two thousand and three. Hmm. Critically huh? on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah. No, I
1: was like, yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure that. I, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure we got these movies very close to America.
0: Yeah, I feel right. like
1: it was like a day and date thing. And I think it was it like makes May. Makes sense though. I think it was like May. May and, May and December. Of, I think. was Oh, okay. Oh, it, was, okay. Um, it was. But it was like definitely right first here. half of the year
0: and second half of the year. I have it right here, right in uh, front of November. you. November, November in yeah. Australia. Okay, for, so like
1: May, May and November. So that's May and November. yeah, that's like six months. It's pretty good.
0: Like, like, that's that's pretty good. But
1: also, obviously now when we see food, like, you know, we get, you know, we have our Marvel movies, which, yes. you know, and we know that in a few months or in a year, we We're get getting another one yeah. But it's usually another movie with a different character. Yes. So to yep. be like, shit, we actually, like, to this, a six-month wait?
0: It'd be like getting for... two Avengers movies in the same year. Yeah. Like, that's but, what it would be.
1: But knowing that you had to wait, and it was going to be like literally this like the same characters pick up where we yeah. like, and this was this was also a time when you know something like the like the Matrix uh, Reloaded. I, it probably would have just come out to, like, yeah. home video and home DVD before the third one. The <laughs>
0: third one came out, yeah. Which means, of like, again,
1: like, six months, we had to, like, when a movie finished in cinemas, you waited six months for it to be released. Yeah, to, right. To rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we didn't have this thing now where it's, like, three weeks, a couple months. It's been it's in the out. cinemas,
0: time to come out. You know, like, you
1: didn't have VOD, like, it didn't have streaming services. It well, the shit expensive. had to got, get
0: printed to a disc. Yeah, it had to get printed I had to, to wait. A... Yeah,
1: I had to wait till fucking Blockbuster got their copy in yeah. to do it. Or I bought it on DVD for like $45. Right, yeah. Because that's how expensive they were first up.
0: So yeah, different time. Different time. But about the movie itself. But about it's the movie itself. It yeah. Critically on Rotten Tomatoes, The Matrix Revolutions holds 35%. Ooh, yeah. So it is. That's 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 lower than I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah. Audience score is sixty percent. So it's still dropped, but it's still fresh. But it's still.
1: Like I was thinking when you before you said thirty five, I thought maybe it would be around like the mid fifties. Yeah. Right. Maybe pushing Um, fresh. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe just like either just under. Yeah. Just fresh or like just highly rotten. Thirty-five percent. Thirty-five, and I'm. But at the same time, I'm like, I guess I kind of get it because yeah. this movie just, yeah, it's it, it, it's not good. <laughs> no, like, it's really not. Like, and like, this is coming from two people. Like, you listen to us. We love the Matrix. Yeah, and we, we can see liked the, the we can reloaded. see the value in the in the reloaded, revolution. Like, I and this was I, one that I remember yeah. seeing this in the cinemas again. Yeah, pumped up. Yeah. First weekend, and I just remember being like, "What the
0: actual fuck was that?" Yeah, for like, sure. I felt like this didn't explain anything. No, that's its biggest issue is yeah. that it's literally another retread. Yeah, it, it's something we've seen in the first two movies, but now with this added element of Neo hasn't necessarily accepted he's the one, but he's going to do the things the one would do anyway, yeah. and then turns into this Jesus-like character uh, who has powers outside of the Matrix which is again odd yeah. um, but you know what i mean like it, it's just a movie that i found boring it's just really mm. boring
1: yeah like cuz not
0: even the action's good in this one and it's just like
1: i just feel like it's just people walking around and talking and i'm like i yeah. like i'm like i'm all for a science fiction movie not being solely yeah. based on spectacle right but these, these movies were designed for spectacle. Yes. You yeah. know? Um, I agree. And if you're going to give us like, like I felt like the Matrix, the first film found the right balance of narrative and action. Yeah, for sure. And then the second film was like, all right, we might push action a bit more. Yeah, yeah. And then the third film was like, we're going to be more narrative. We're good, we but got to wrap narr- it up. With but your, the narrative yeah. by that point were like, you either need to tell us something entirely new. Yeah. Or don't tell us anything at all. Anything right at all. Now, you're, just, you're just retracing what we've already heard. But they're retracing slight variations.
0: What, but that's it. They've re- they're retracing what we've already heard, but they also have to wrap up like four different storylines. Yeah. And the biggest issue I have with this movie is that it's so heavily focused on the battle for Zion. And yeah. I just don't care about that. Like yeah. I, even in the second movie, I was like, okay, I get it. You got to protect Earth. But like, I more care about Neo and Smith. Like that's what you've built. Yeah. That's what I want to see. But there is a massive long action scene of all these characters who are kind of introduced in the second film that I don't really care about who have to get into these mech suits and fight the machines, right? And I'm just like, I'm I, at that point, I don't care because Trinity and Neo are off doing their own thing. Morpheus is off doing his own thing. Mm. So you're left with these characters who I'm like, you're not even a central part of the Matrix story and you're going to make me focus on them. And this is the shortest Matrix movie. It's like two hours, eight minutes. And that's with credits. So like, it's realistically two hours long.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so they've crammed so much stuff that they have to finish in there that they just then kind of go, nah, we'll, we'll just like leave some things unexplained and then just and wrap things up. And that's annoying. Yeah. I think that, I think, what you said about like they, that, they
1: introduced these characters in the second one that barely made much of an impact. And I think yep. that shows perhaps the slight lack of true investment from the Wachowskis. Yeah. Because I know what you the, mean. The yeah. Characters that they introduced in the first film. You're like, I give a shit about each and every one of you. Right. And obviously we still give a shit about Neo and Morpheus and Trinity Yeah, and agent Smith. Like he's a yeah, very yeah. captivating villain. So then the third film, you you just like, oh, that's right. You were kind of introducing the second one. And in my mind, I'm like, the only really reason that I remember you is because you're playing by Jada Smith. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like it's like unless it was an actor that I recognized, their characters made no impact on me.
0: Zero, zero impact.
1: And then when you've got the second film basically all summed up by the fact that Neo chooses love, yeah, then I I would have been perfectly happy to sort of almost see well, what does the world come to, or what does the matrix come to when the person in charge of, in like, yeah, yeah. chooses love? Like, what does that do? What does that, yeah, yeah, like, how does that have a butterfly effect for everything else? You know, like, almost like this,
0: yeah, it doesn't. So, it's like, so therefore, because it goes to the same, it goes, it seems like it goes to the same option that yeah. he was given, it was like, well, the Matrix is going to die and you're going to take yourself with it and you're also going to be able to destroy... I'm guessing the option was the fact that he could be outside of the Matrix to destroy the machines. Like, I'm mm. guessing that's what it is because the Matrix doesn't get destroyed as we see at the end of the movie. It gets <laughs> kind of rebooted, I guess. Like, and and I it's guess... just a happy place now where a little girl drew a sunset. Like, Yeah,
1: and I guess that's why... Like I guess that'll be one thing. Hopefully, explained, explained in Resurrections that yeah, yeah. Why are we going back into the Matrix when yeah, clearly right. it's all sunshines and roses now?
0: Yes. So I, and, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just there's there's a couple of moments in in that I liked. Obviously in Revolutions again, some of the action is pretty cool. I do like that back and forth moment aside from the cookies comment between the oracle and agent smith i think yes. i think they're both great actors and i really like the way they bounce off each other yeah um and then when the uh, agent smith turns the oracle into an agent that was cool yeah. cuz i was like yeah, okay yeah. that's a that's a big dick move for this movie to do that you've taken <laughs> out the person who is literally like the center of the moral compass of the matrix like the person yeah. who knows how this is all going to end going yeah is now a villain is now a villain which is very cool but um yeah it's just not an exciting movie and one of the notes i made was this movie really in a bad way reminds me of return of the king the lord of the rings movie where as lord of the rings did take its time to finish and i know people criticize it's like multiple endings it at least had closure to all of its stories
1: i'm I'm admittedly one of those people that i i can't stand return of the king because it really is one of it is one of those movies where i'm just like can you just wrap the fuck <laughs> up. I love it. I do but, love it. Return but again, things. as you said, when it wraps up, it wraps up. It's done. It get, it gets there. It might take 40,000 fucking minutes till it does, <laughs> but
0: it gets there. But that's and that's the issue is that I I the return of the king vibe I got from this is that it's all action no filler yeah. where the filler is needed. Whereas Return of the King for me balances that. It gets it's an incredible It's the huge battle of the return of the King. That's what we've led up to in the two movies beforehand. Mm. And then we get all the closure. Whereas this one is action, action, action. Oh, Neo's all powerful now. And he can destroy Agent Smith through the machines. And he managed to do both at the same time, but he sacrifices himself because he's like the Jesus character. You know what I mean? Like he has his Jesus moment uh, after he's kidnapped by the machines. So it's just so rushed yeah, in that sense. And that's, yeah. it just really fucking annoying.
1: Which, which again, I think would have, would have helped if they brought some of the stuff from the second movie into the third movie. Because Agreed. Even though, even though, again, like that would be filler, so yeah. to speak, because it's action, but it's like, at least it would have felt like action that's necessary. Yeah, as yeah absolutely. As opposed to action yeah, yeah. that they're just like, oh, let put an action sequence in here because we need to. Yeah, like if you had the necessary action from the second one put into this one, then you'd still be able to have you know the Smith You're turning S- yeah. Smith turning the Oracle into one of him and yeah, and then Keanu Reeves sacrificing himself
0: and doing like you know the boss move where like he blows up yeah, um, and that's Smith a cool moment. Those, that's a know. cool scene, like where all the Smiths blow up and then he blows yeah. up like when Neo's like kidnapped by the machine. But basically, that's it. It's and Keanu Reeves in his Jesus moment. Getting his upcomings. Well, not sorry, not his upcomings, but like is everything he, the movie. Yeah.
1: Fuck upcomings? Neo Doesn't it comeuppance?
0: Hey, come up? Is it upcoming? I don't know. It's come up. Yeah, this out too. Uh, That's great. That's great. <laughs> you got your upcomings. Yeah, motherfucker. He got his come up. He got his come up. He, he got his But it's not even come because it was what his character needed to do. He chose That word sounds so weird now that it's been said in a million times. <laughs> Come up and's come up come up come up. That's exactly what oh my god, that's what I thought too. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Neo is Jesus.
0: And, and this movie
1: is not good. Basically. I mean, um, look, we're we're saying what clearly 65% of right? critics think and, and 40% of audiences. 40% of audiences. And we're not shitting on the whole series because no. we're excited for the next one. We like the second one. We love the first one. Yeah. Some you can't all have winners, and I'm sorry. And that's, yeah. But this movie true. is that. It's just not. It's it just. It's so lackluster. Yeah, that's and its think, biggest issue, and it's also more noticeably lackluster because of what's come before yeah. 100%, 100%. it. Hundred well, hundred like, percent. Yeah. When you set the yeah.
0: standards so high for the first yeah. movie, like they, yeah, then- they almost
1: did themselves a. Uh, this, uh, they shot themselves in the foot almost yeah, yeah, by yeah. Like, yeah by being like, oh, my first movie out of the gates, or not my first movie, but it's going to be yeah. so, like, well, even though so the incredible. first movie in this
0: trilogy like, so is influential. so influential, like, yeah. it's going to be so massive that you're like, well, where are you going to go from here? And we know they're good screenwriters because they wrote V for Vendetta, which is a great yes. fucking movie. Great movie. Uh, say what you want oh. about Cloud Atlas. There are aspects of Cloud Atlas that are really oh, great, and it's an ambitious like, project.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, there were a lot of choices made with out with turning certain actors into different ethnicities. That yes. E- ethnicities, ethnicities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shouldn't have been done. Yes, absolutely. But
0: ambitious projects, incredible right. actors, yeah. great performances so On of everything. A, and on scale, that movie is, again, huge. Yeah. Um, but then you, you also make your Speed Races and your Jupiter Ascendings. Yeah. And it's like Speed Racer, like, looked great. Speed Racer did look amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm and I'll admittedly say, say I haven't seen Jupiter Ascending, so uh, I just know it's bad. Yeah, nah. <laughs> stay away. But um, I,
1: you know what? You should watch. I would actually love to watch Jupiter Ascending again. Okay. And I think we might you do should that. watch it for the first time because yep. I remember seeing that movie in cinemas
0: and just being like, oh, the actual fuck. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, it's good. Because I know nothing about it, so I think oh that, yeah, that would be fun. and because would it's be been. Well, probably almost it's, 10 years now. Right? It's
1: probably almost been 10 years. So yeah, I'd happily rewatch it and be like, that's right. This is the weird
0: Channing Tatum dog <laughs> movie. And not his new movie dog. Not his new Absolutely. movie dog. Yeah, right. Yeah. Add that to the list. But that's and that's it. Like we're excited for resurrections. A big part of that excitement is seeing Lana Wachowski return, I think. Yeah. The trailer is great. That action looks fucking amazing. I love Out that we've trailer. got like Long haired Keanu. Long haired Keanu, right? Yeah. Yaya um, in like neon colours, which just looks fucking epic. And the CGI obviously looks amazing.
1: Yeah, like, like it looks like, yeah,
0: it looks like it'll be a visually beautiful film. So um, and the fact that we know not a lot about the story, other than I like that it is Neo returning to the Matrix, yeah. just that's all I need to know.
1: And I like I've seen the trailer. I've yep. pretty much I've seen the I think I watched the trailer once online. Yeah. And then I've obviously
0: seen the trailer. Seen it a couple of times in the cinema, yeah.
1: Um, but and the, I'm the not trying to doesn't... break it down. I'm not no, trying to find. I'm out. not. I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm deep not diving, I'm not for looking for shit. It's like I'm gonna. It's like if I see the trailer again in the cinemas, then cool. Yeah, because it's not. It doesn't really show you anything that's. There's not a lot in. No, not that's a lot it. there. And but enough I'm to hoping, get me keen. Yeah, and I'm hoping that we either see it. Before, Before the US, just around the time that the US people are seeing it, so right. that way we're not it'll be in spoiled. that lead up to Christmas week, yeah. Um, so I feel like if they're getting it on the 22nd, which is a Wednesday, I feel like we'll be very lucky that we'll see it prior Monday to Monday or Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Um, I agree,
0: it's that time of year, yeah, They give us all their movies, so we're very much looking forward to and that's not far away one.
1: it's not a month it's delayed. not less than a month away. it's really delayed. not and considering the amount of films we're now seeing from december and january this is matrix what i'm Resur- excited for the matrix resurrection's
0: invite is potentially only like weeks away so i can't wait i'm so excited but there we have it the breakdown of the matrix trilogy obviously we love the matrix we like reloaded we don't like revolutions And I think that's pretty much the general consensus. Yeah, and given the the way that the audience and the critics go, that seems
1: to be the, the, like, we're not not likely to have people, like, coming at us
0: for this because it's the way that everybody feels. Exactly. And if you like
1: the third movie, good for you. Bully
0: to you. You just found more in it than we could. But we are not those people. Yeah.
1: And we will not apologize that we are not those people.
0: I'm not gonna say sorry for being who I am, which is someone who thinks the Matrix Revolutions is below average. Boom. Bold statement. Bold statement. Bold. Exclamation,
1: put it on a shirt, and, and sell that shit. And sell that shit to 60% of people.
0: <laughs> and forty percent of, of critics. People. No, wait, yeah, 65. Yeah.
1: I'm going 65. to sell the
0: shirt to 100% of people. Yes. Yes. I think that's a good marketing strategy. That, that's, that's math. That's good business. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, this was the last episode, official episode for the year for ma- uh, Monthly Movie Marathon. Obviously, Aww. I know, how sad. And we're going to take a very, very tiny break because we'll be back in January with... Oh, well, you, I want you to talk about it, Pete. Why, what are we going to talk about in January for the Monthly Movie Marathon? All right,
1: I'll just click, briefly give a disclaimer because I will be <laughs> extremely excited to talk about the films that we are. Well, the one film coming out in January that I am most excited for is a little film called Scream.
0: Little indie now, film. Little indie it horror. Is,
1: it is the fifth Scream film, but as we have learnt, this is <laughs> considered a. It's not a reboot. It's not a remake. It's considered a relaunch, right? So it's almost like the a other continuation. Full, the other four films don't necessarily have massive weight in it, but at the same time, it feels like it's very much continuing on from the first film. Yeah. But it's not disregarding the second, third, or fourth. I don't know what actually story wise is going on. But I'm fucking excited for it. Very excited. I love, I love the Scream films so. In January, Nick and I will be talking about Scream, Scream 2, yes. Scream 3, and Scream 4 in the lead up to Not Scream
0: 5. I cannot wait to Not Scream yeah. 5. <laughs> oh, oh, quiet. Oh. Bubba. oh, Bubba. Bubba's also excited for Scream.
1: He's very excited for Scream. She can't wait. By, which which I was, look, I would have loved to have, do, I would have loved for it to have been called Screen Five purely because they would have turned the five, like the S into the five, the into and the we five. would have had Five Cream. Five Cream.
0: <laughs> you but know, we didn't. But we didn't. We got and this screen, is the reality we live in. We got Scream. Maybe make your own Matrix and you can have Five Cream in your Matrix.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh very excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Regardless, that'll be coming very early in January because that's a mid-Jan release, which I'm very excited for. But that is, hey. that is what is coming up. So obviously before the next episode, watch all the Scream movies before we talk about Five Cream. Uh, and until then, I'm Nick. This is Peter. And it's been the Monthly Movie Marathon.